Hi, Ray. How are you today, buddy? What up, brother? Good, good, man. Chilling. Thanks for having me. That's good, man. Thanks for joining us today on the show with the Everblack Podcast. Where are you currently at the moment? I'm in uh, Houston, Texas right now, man. My hometown, where I came from. Yeah, Yeah, visiting family. Then I go to France. I go to Paris. I have a show with Rise of the North Star in Paris uh, on the 14th. That would be going to be crazy, bro. I'm going to kill it. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Good to be home. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. See my homies, my family. I'm happy. Just finished off a big tour, nothing more. Uh, yeah. made two music videos. It's crazy, man. So nothing more. That <laughs> tour was insane, bro. I was losing it. Busy times, busy times. Because you're, you're based in LA now, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm based in France now, man. I, oh, was, wow. uh, I moved to LA from Houston at 20. So I lived in LA about 13 years, 13, 14 years. And then uh, during the COVID stuff and all of that, I was just like, oh, man, it's too much rules and stuff. I got to <laughs> leave somewhere, man. So I left to Texas. Then I went to France because my wife is French. So oh, nice. I lived in France for like last two years. That's that's amazing. That's a good time. Well, yeah. you just just released the new album, Bound for Glory. Uh, Mid-September came out and I've, I've listened to it a few times. My set's absolutely epic. I'm, I'm loving it um yeah, yeah yeah it's just it's just out there it's just so good um i understand it was it was in the works for some time is that right yeah 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 we worked on it for a while uh but yeah, i worked on it a long time it, I, I go in there and I'm, i kill the songs fast when i hear the music like matt good made some great music so once i walked in i was like oh yeah let's, play, let's do that <laughs> it took about two weeks to make it but it took about a year or so to come out you know the time and everything like that and uh, but during that time, I was able to get cool features and make the songs even better and all of that. So it yeah. came out really happy. I'm satisfied, man. So dope and it's fun performing live. Like I did a lot on it, nothing more, and it goes off. Yeah, nice, nice. And and I mean that's what you want. You want to be happy with with what you're producing. Um, is it sort yeah. of like you decided right? It's time to come out now, or or you just had to bring it out at a certain oh, point. You know, record label stuff you know you got to do all that the promotion they you know they build up the time frame and i don't know what the hell they do i just be wanting to come out you just make the music <laughs> you know, i'm happy it's out yeah i just making music man i just make some music the easy part right yeah I, if it was me i'll just make it and then put it on the internet boom like quickly you know? <laughs> and and who, who do you draw your inspiration from like for both sides of your style like the the rappy side and the rock style who, who do you Pull that oh from. man, me, I come from uh I come from Tupac, Eminem, you know, 50 Cent, Lil Wayne. I'm from Houston, so DJ Screw, Lil Kiki, Pimp C, Power, Chameleon, you know, all of those. I have so many influences, man. Uh when it comes to rock, though, it's like at the drive-in, bad brains, fishbone, you know, deftones, corn rage, all that whole thing, you know, you know, like the underground style of you know, the mainstream big stuff that was huge to me. All yeah. that, you know, just made me think. And even even the radio rock, like Nickelback and all that kind of stuff, because that's what introduced me to rock as I switched the station. So I heard all the radio stuff. So I was like, okay, I see how the chorus is and things go. Then I started diving into the, you know, the real heavy, crazy stuff. And I just learned a lot along the way. 
Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, I mean, they're they're good influences. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're we're the same age, so I think you know we we all listen to that same sort of style and those bands. Yeah, so it's always always amazing. You see um, how everything went. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, the album features some massive names. I mean, you pretty much covered my whole teenage years and love for music. You know, David Draymond <laughs> from yeah. Disturbed, Brendan from Betray yeah. You, Chad Chad from um Mudvayne who we we Mud recently Vane. had on the show too we had him uh the other week oh yeah good, he's so. a man bro I love him yeah I met him um yeah. I met him in uh in England in 2012 it was um me and uh, I was sitting down by myself at a hotel I think called the Key West Hotel and I was sitting down and somebody was in front of me right there Vinnie Paul and it was just me and Vinnie Paul and Vinnie Paul looked at me and he go, hey, man, you want a drink? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, he didn't even know who I was. <laughs> and then I came and talked to him and I was like, yo, man, you know, you from Texas. I'm from Texas. He's like, what? You from Texas? Get him a drink, bro. And it was like a Jameson Ginger, though. He liked to drink that a lot. And then he was like, oh, and then he go, hey, Chad, man. Hey, yo, this is Hyro. <laughs> and then from that point on, we was cool. And I used to see Vinnie Paul in the Hell Yeah and everybody in Australia during Soundwave. Yep, yep. Uh, right there was like Soundwave 20, what was it, like 2012 too? Anyway, Soundwave, yeah. So I used to walk around and Vinny Powell, every time you see me in the airport, oh, what's up, man? Yo, yo. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so cool, man. R.I.P. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And uh, I mean, uh, well, they've, they've announced a, an Australian tour um, also oh, in February. Yeah. So that's that's pretty exciting. Um, how do those those features come about? Like, do you do you say, right, I I want this person on the album in on this song for this part, or is that also management that just kind of pick them for you? Oh, uh, you know, I got so much. You know, people respect me in the industry, man, that I can even get them on there. So that's the cool part. I've been in this for a long time, and it's cool that they got a lot of respect for me. They like my music. So, you know, when these big people really show you love, it's nothing when you make a call, like I make a call or somebody make a call. Like for David Draymond, it was uh, my manager called. He was like, oh, you talking about High Road? Oh, yeah, I know High Road. And I get on the phone with him and talk to him. And he was like, yo, I love what you do, man. And he's like, I don't usually do features all the time. I'm going to do yours. I was like, oh, hell yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of this just happens naturally, man. And like people I know and things like that, so. Yeah, and that's that's the good part, like networking and and who you know and all that helps, obviously. Yeah. So that's good, and yeah, we like believe is a great song. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, Dang. And um, and I guess like when, when did it hit you as well? Like when the the moment you went, yes, this is what I want to do, and make make this style of music. Oh, sheesh. man, when did that really hit me? I, uh, when I heard Tupac, when my sister played. She was well, she played Tupac. I always listened to Tupac. Hit him up when he was going at Biggie. And I was just like, wow, you can do that on a song? Like, you could talk about somebody? It was just the weirdest thing in the world to me. Like, <laughs> what the hell? So that shocked me. And then when I went to, uh, I, went, I was at my homie's house when he was like 13. And he come in the room and he beat and he started rapping. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm rapping, I'm freestyling. I was like, what? Let me try. And naturally, I could just do it. So that started everything. <laughs> then right there down the street right here, we started recording and we started making stuff and learning. I come from like really burning CDs. We made our covers. I go to the mall. I try to sell my CDs to everybody. You know, we come from hustling. We didn't have YouTube and all that stuff these kids have now, yeah, man. We had too. some real good stuff when we was like 15 16 bro that could compete with this stuff now bro 
Yeah. But we didn't have nowhere to put it. We just used to sell CDs in the stores and stuff, you know. That's it. And then that's the change in the future, right? Like it just it just exploded. Like even back with the the sharing, like the Napster and, and LimeWise oh, and yeah. stuff like that that we had. Oh. Like it just it just grew and grew and grew. And now now you think where we're at, yeah. it's just crazy. It's so crazy, bro. It's a computer culture technology. Wow, man. <laughs> I mean, Streaming it's, it... music, that all is. Yeah. Crazy. Do, do you find it obviously it's more helpful but like do, do you really find it helpful the way things are now oh, i hate it and i love it man you know you can't do shit about it it's like um tiktok you know it make people listen to 15 seconds of a song and people who just made a song a day ago become viral and big yeah. and they're not really developed as artists yet and they throw them out there to the world and you see these horrible performances by some people, you know, it's like they wasn't ready. But, you know, I don't know, man, it's a weird thing. It's like cool because, you know, it's changed people's lives. But at the same time, it's so many artists, everybody's screaming, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. You know, that's the weird part about things. Yeah, that's it. And I mean, back back to your songs, too. I mean, that I feel like they have a lot of emotion with the lyrics and a lot, a lot of feeling to them. Do, do you draw from personal experiences when you when you write or? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think I naturally just draw from it. I think life happens and subconsciously it comes through me when I hear the music, you know. The music is going to match the emotion that I need to do, and then, boom, it comes out through that. I'm not purposely like, oh, I'm angry. I want to fucking write this because I'm so angry. (laughs) You know, it just comes through at whatever time. So if I was angry like a year ago about something, maybe that sound might hit me in that way that, pushes that you know yeah yeah one of those things yeah good, i was good. like i don't want to go out of my way on purpose to really make it i think head underwater i think is a song where i really kind of made it when i was kind of down and depressed in a sense but i just think of my vibe created that atmosphere too you know <laughs> and it's always good i mean you, yeah. you, you want to write from personal experiences it makes it a bit easier rather than writing about pancakes yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, i want to make a good song at least i'm not gonna yeah my pancakes suck today i don't wanna do that you know <laughs> that's it and and you collab with so many amazing artists um but like for, for you who's who's the one who's the one that you haven't done that, that you really want oh shit man i don't have so many cool ones i don't even know man that's the truth <laughs> uh I'd say I'd say somebody from like rap who's really like you know doing something like maybe like a maybe like a Travis Scott on a rock song you know what I'm saying yep. that kind of vibe yeah, nice. you know what I'm or even uh, you know Chino Deftones I would love I gotta get a LJ Seven Dust would be sick you know I need to do that for sure man oh yeah, uh, yeah man I don't know man <laughs> I just like I don't really like to pick and choose it's just like I just like shit to naturally too, happen too many happening man. Too many. I get yeah. asked, who's your favorite band? I'd go through the list. Go through. The... Exactly. It's <laughs> just too many. So much. And and when when you play the the songs live, like do you, do you play the ones that feature the other artists on it, or is that a lot harder to do live? Oh no! Nah, now we got you know you could have the track in the back nowadays. Yep. You know, so we might run keys on the track you know shit that we can't really play live like you know the synth sounds or something like that because i ain't got no keyboard and then i have the his vocals and then my singer you know he'll do guitar my uh, guitarist sings too 
All right. And the other bassist sings too. So they'll, they'll ah, my best friends there, you know, they'll <laughs> just go along with it. So now it's a thick sound. So that comes out really cool live. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. And uh, are we going to see you in Australia soon for a tour, do you think? Is it on the cards? Man, I'm hoping, man. I talked to one of the promoters out there. He said he's going to get me on something good. So I think I'm going to be there next year. Yeah, man. I can't wait, brother. That's what we want. That's what we want. Be sick. <laughs> off the album, back to sure. the album there. What 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 song really stood out for you? What 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 one really hits hits the feels um, for you? Bound for Glory, the one that's the single now for sure, but also uh, Show Enough is one of my favorites because it's like an idea I had out of my head from watching an old 80s movie called The Last Dragon. And then we was able to recreate the video, the movie theater scene in France. And it just literally is something out of my brain that came there. You know, that's the one that I really love so much. Show enough is like my heart and it hits hard lives. On Nothing More Too, I played a lot of the, the album and every song really started like the crowd pits and everything. Yeah, awesome. That's, that's what you want for sure. <laughs> so, and in regards to getting, getting deep down, so the, one of the last questions over in the US when you're over there, what was your favorite go-to food? I have to ask. Oh, just burgers <laughs> all the damn time. I'm a burgers burger person. I like. <laughs> I try to. I try a McDonald's burger, Burger King, and then you got to get into the fancier. You know, you get into little different mom and pops, and you go know, like the Shake Shack and fucking Habit Burger and all these different ones. So, oh, uh, my favorite is Shake Shack though. I love that one. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got a lot of Number Aussie one. classics over here, but I don't think anything quite as good as as the US. Yeah. <laughs> is is France France the same? I got some good stuff though. Huh? Is France the same? Do they have a lot of that dirty food? Oh, they have a lot of fast food. Yeah, but me and my wife, she ain't eating none of that shit. She don't want none of that. She be <laughs> she be cooking. You know, I eat a lot of French food. I mean, in France, my favorite is uh, there's a store underneath us, and I wake up in the morning and I get croissant. Right, always, man. But and I put butter on top of the croissant that's already buttery, and that's the number one thing for me. They hate it. My wife hates it. She's like, "Are oh, you messing it out? Hell, I need more butter." Yeah, that's it. And I mean, over there, obviously, to be, <laughs> I feel, I feel like over there they'd be totally different to what they are like here in Australia. Like the taste here compared to the oh, taste there bro, would just be like I can't even, astronomical. I can't get a croissant here. Yeah, I can't even eat a croissant here because it's <laughs> fucking totally different, bro. It's just a bread roll. When you eat a croissant in France, it's so good, man. Oh, so good. Have Have you done many tours over there? Many shows? Uh, nah, I haven't done. I, I've done. I don't once back in the days, but I haven't done anything much there, uh far as lately. But I'm I moved to a city called Nantes, which is like two, three hours away, and I got some great stuff. Like as I said, I go to France, Paris is a Rise of the North Star, which is they was huge in France for a while. And then in Nantes I have a festival thing. Um it's like a, it's a place called Lafaria. It's gonna be like a festival type of thing, so really cool. And then yeah, I'm hoping to get my tours going on next year and everything with that. So it'll be epic. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, I mean that—that's all you wanted. I mean, it, other than the—I mean, low-key Australian tour that you that you told us about. What what else is on the cards? That. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> what I else is on Australia, the cards for you? Man, I love Australia. Yeah. Uh, right now, yeah, just those shows right now, and just pushing this album. You know, I got um, I shot two music videos, so those are coming out right like next year or so. 
And then I have some EDM stuff coming soon, too. That's crazy because, you know, I have my voice all over EDM, man. So yeah, I love amazing. that. <laughs> well, we look forward to it. That's for sure. Hey, thanks, man, for sure. No trouble. Well, hi, man. It's it's been absolutely amazing talking to you, my friend. Um, you're a super talented artist and love the new album. Um, we'll oh, have all thanks, the links oh, below on, on our website and podcast there for Bound for Glory. Um, hope you have a wonderful time. And yeah, hopefully we'll chat soon and see you in Australia very, very soon. Uh, yeah, thank you. Awesome. Cheers, hey, mate. Have a good one. Hey.